0: This is the Champagne and Socks Podcast. I'm Elisa. After last week's craft podcast, I took myself in hand, mentally slapped myself around the head and pulled out all the bits and pieces for my Bears Rainbow blanket and started to take stock of what that was. It was so great to actually just pull the pieces out from all of where they were. They were mocking me in their unfinished state from the kitchen and inside some work in progress boxes and next to me in the TV. It was all spread all over the place. And if I know nothing from GTD, it's that that is an unfinished idea and it's weighing my my mental ram. So I pulled it all out to take stock and see what would be the quickest way to come to this episode and tell you that I finished the blanket. Spoiler alert, I have not finished the blanket. I thought that maybe I would feel more encouraged about the project if I started just locking in specific squares, sewing them together and actually looking like this blanket was becoming a blanket. But I wasn't really able to do that until I could figure out how many squares I was short and what colors they would be because the bare rainbow is of course pieced by color. So I ended up laying out all the pieces that I had. That was just a complete trial in and of itself. I was going to use my dining table but my toddler is tall enough to be able to reach up and quite far into the table and so pieces were ending up around the house so that didn't work. My husband was away for a week, so the front room, which is our shared TV gaming space was not going to be used by him for the week. So I spread them all out on the floor there in front of me where I was working and I can kind of shut the space off from the baby and it's ended up that I've had to shut the space off from the dogs because it was a process of laying everything out and then taking a step back, coming back in, moving a couple of squares around till I liked some areas and said, yeah, 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 that's exactly how I want it and then coming back and then, you know, switching two squares and that took me probably... A good part of the last week to just kind of feel comfortable with the layout as I had it and in fact it ended up being easier to just lock in the lower half of the blanket so the pinks and reds I didn't have very many oranges oranges and brown and green and then leave the blue gray and purple until last which is where I'm up to now so I sort of was like well I'm not going to add in any more pinks so I can actually decide on the order of those and sew them together and so on. And I had that to a reasonably happy place and then the two dogs in my house came in and had a wrestling match on top of it. That didn't go well but that was the point at which they got booted out of the front room and they're not really allowed in there at the moment. I had to relay it out. It's not the same as it was but it's mostly okay. And so I've managed to finish and sew up. I think three, possibly four, maybe even five of the bottom rows and then I've been working on – finishing crocheting white borders I ended up being six squares short so I managed to find some green to make up some and then I was four squares short and now as of last night I'm three squares short and I'm trying to make hybrid squares from the last of the mini skeins that I still have to crochet up into squares because I still had 10 of those so very close to finishing and of course what happens when you're very close to finishing is that you have completely underestimated how much white border yarn you actually needed to finish the job. I had multiplied out how many balls I thought I needed a while ago when I counted how many squares I could do borders of with one ball of yarn and then ordered myself 10 or 12 balls and I'm hoping but I don't think I have that I've lost one or two balls in the stash. I've had a quick peek but I'll have a better look before I actually order but I don't think so. I think I've used up all and I think I'm going to be about one ball short I'm on my last ball and I've got 12 squares still to do the borders on but then I've also got to piece the whole thing and I've only been piecing two squares together at a time so I've actually got all the rows still to sew together so that's going to be at least probably half a ball more. Truthfully I should just suck it up and actually buy myself some more yarn and you know how this goes Since I'm already buying more, I need to buy more than I thought I was going to need in case I'm going to end up being half a ball short, which means, of course, that I'm going to end up being over and that is how stash grows. The problem for me was I realized that this was the truth and that I needed to actually just order the yarn so that maybe it might arrive before I've run out. It's probably not going to be the case because I'll probably run out tonight at one o'clock this morning I was finding out where I had bought the yarn from and I had actually bought it from the manufacturer so the white yarn that I'm using in a four ply is from Biggin Design and it's a really lovely yarn and so I hopped onto their website and I thought look just order two balls and and be done with it. The problem Is that they have all their yarn balls all out. And I'm not normally a sucker for the balls. I really love skeins, I think they're so gorgeous. But this manufacturer has all their colors all on the one page and they are gradating through the rainbow and they're so pretty. I couldn't actually buy my white. All I need is white because I'm like, look at the red violet, look at the fuchsia, pink, plum. The jacaranda is gorgeous, aquamarine, gentle green, emerald green, apple green, lime green even, and then yellows, which I don't normally like, are all really gorgeous. Call it citrine and I'm there. Call it golden wheat or saffron and I'm like, yeah, hey. And burgundy and chocolate and coffee and even the slate and ghost gum. I mean, those are gorgeous names and they're gorgeous, gorgeous colors and I only need white you know me, I know me, I only need white. And yet I'm like, oh, there's crimson. Isn't that pretty? I don't even have any projects that I could even justify buying things. And I've bought a lime and also a yellow in Cascade 220 for baby jumpers recently. So I can't even justify that. I don't need them. Oh, this latte I've just seen. Don't look at this website if you're like me because you're not going to walk away empty-handed. I still need to order the white. Maybe I just need to suck it up and order the white and move on. That was where I went to bed last night with this problem and then spent the whole night dreaming up a pattern for a tea cozy because Tansy and I were talking about some promotion that we are about to do for her next book and tea is involved in the book, and I've been doing the tea cozies that I did at the last science fiction convention, and I'm also going to make a few tea cozies as rewards for a um, fundraising campaign that we've just run. I have to make eight tea cozies, I'm pretty sure, and I probably should be getting onto that. But she thought, wouldn't it be fun to have a crime-related tea cozy because the books that we're doing are crime? I spent the night designing what that might look like. In my brain while I was supposed to be sleeping. I'm looking at this yarn now, but I actually think this yarn, even though it's four ply, is a little bit too bulky for the fingering weight, which I was thinking about. So I can't even justify that. But that's where I'm at. And I actually wanted to put a call out and ask if anybody listening has much experience with translating a pattern, as in a logo or something like that, into knitting. So I'm assuming that you just have to transfer your pattern onto a graph. And then if I'm just doing a straight stocking stitch, it should just be some color work. Is that just as straightforward as I'm thinking that it is? Answers on a postcard or by Twitter or email or Facebook or any other way to find me. Comments. That works too. (laughs) Comments on the blog post. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast, a twice-weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like. Join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girlie Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.